Hey everyone, and welcome to. Wait, what? Oh! Ooh, this is a sparkly bonus episode of Epicurean Unicorn. Hello everyone, and welcome to yet another bonus episode of Epicurean Unicorn. Today we're talking about St. Lucia Day. St. Lucia was a Roman, and she is best known for bringing food to the poor. And to do so, she would wear a wreath with candles on her head. It is a celebration of lights and of bringing light and of sharing food. It's still celebrated around the world. We're going to talk a little bit about how it's celebrated in Sweden, because I happen to be fortunate enough to have a very good friend who is originally from Sweden, now resides in the U.S., where we met and we worked together, and that's Sophie Ingram. Sophie is a fellow professional pastry chef, and we were just having a conversation one day, and she happened to mention this day and some of the food, specifically some uh, sweet rolls that they would make and eat around this time of year. So I asked her, hey, would you uh, like to talk about this and kind of share with everybody a little bit about this day, what makes it special and unique to you and where you grew up, and we can talk a little about these delicious and tasty sweet rolls. And she, luckily for all of us, said yes. So without any further ado, let's talk a little bit about St. Lucia Day, Sweden, and bringing light in the darkness as winter approaches. So here we go. Hi, Sophie. Thank you very much for joining us all the way from the frozen northern tundra of Michigan. How you doing? Hey, Braden. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, it's quite chilly here. Snow and ice. Wow. I'm, I'm jealous. It's it's not. It's frosty here. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like some snow. Um, you know how I feel. I'm, I'm I'm jealous about that. I would like some snow. Well, I keep telling you, you should move here. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a little probably a little too far north for the rest of my family. But uh, <laughs> it's it's actually uh, not uh, well. It's not where you're originally from, and it's a little less frozen actually. I think than you where you're originally from. Uh, can you remind me? It's uh, some somewhere around Denmark, if I remember correctly, in that general area. <laughs> Very close to Denmark, Braden. I am from the south of Sweden. Ah, Sweden. We are- yes. Connected to Denmark by the bridge, the famous bridge. Uh, you, you, you are actually a Swedish chef. I am a Swedish chef. Yes. 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 And when, <laughs> when we first met, Sophie was so confused when I went, ah, so you're like the Swedish chef. <laughs> you, you just didn't know about the Muppets I did and not the Swedish know. chef. <laughs> I did not know. It's, it's really funny, though. The U.S. definitely seems to have a thing for Sweden and making the jokes. <laughs> well, we, we have to, you know, in a, it's, it's our, uh, our, our, our way of keeping you uh, feeling loved and, you know, appreciated. You, you, you're joining us, uh, though, to talk about a day that, while it's not only celebrated in Sweden, it's celebrated, uh, it, or I should say, it's pretty popular in Sweden, and it has a particularly delicious sounding food associated with it, which is uh, why we were going to chat briefly about it. And that was a St. Lucia Day. 
Yes, correct. Um, Lucia is celebrated in Sweden as a celebration of light in the darkest time of the year. Um, it was believed way back in the days that um, the darkest time of the year is when Lucifer would show up and uh, dun, people dun, were, of dun. course, <laughs> people were very um, bound to more mythological creatures or mysterious uh, beings and such rather than being a deeply religious country. And um, Lucia was being the symbol of light for many Swedes, came bearing a crown of candles and she came visiting people's homes. She was basically walking around with coffee and Swedish gingerbread and saffron buns. Mm, those those are what sounded truly interesting the, when we first talked about this. I mean, Swedish gingerbread yes. is delicious, which they sell uh, in Norway at Epcot Center, if anybody's ever down there you can get some swedish gingerbread at the norway shop yes just like we have penguins in the north and <laughs> yes bears. yeah exactly <laughs> I, I have to ask though because you talked about um lucia walking around and in my research i saw that that's a big part of this uh specifically in sweden is having a, a procession where yes. a young woman is chosen to be lucia she has yes. the wreath uh, on her head uh, a candle because uh, according to writings which at least in my research i found that there's really no writings about the real lucia who was born probably in the 220 230 um ce the the common era right um but what they think is that she brought food to the poor and put candles in the wreath on her head so she could carry more food right that that's at least the research that i found um, yes that is correct. She had the lights on her head to lead her path. So yeah. my, my question is... Yeah, th did, this is... Uh, are there any pictures of Sophie with a wreath of candles on her head? Well, I bet if you reached out to my mom, you could get a hand, your hand on uh, quite a few of those, yes. Ah, so, no, I was curious that is if the you tradition were... today. So you got to lead one of these processions at some point uh, in Sweden. Well, when you're a little kid in daycare and preschool, and typically they let anyone, everyone and anyone who wants to be Lucia gets to be Lucia. So you typically have like eight or ten girls who wants to be Lucia and a few shy ones that doesn't want to stand in the front. But yes, I mean, part of big part of the tradition now is that you do this procession, say, at your school, and we have a number of songs that go along with the tradition. Okay, yeah, you walk around in school, for example, um, and you offer saffron buns and Swedish gingerbread and something warm, warm of a beverage um, in, in the Hist historically, I suppose it used to be coffee. Nowadays, it's typically mulled wine. So the little kids are running around offering mulled wine? This sounds like a fantastic mold holiday. Wine. <laughs> of course, not an alcoholic wine, but mulled wine nonetheless. Oh, you had my hopes up it's here. It's basically hot, hot um, juice, I guess. So like a mulled say. apple cider that we might yes, have. Yes, for example. But more towards maybe something reddish, like strawberry okay. or oh, yeah, okay. something. 
Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it, it was these, when you were first telling me about this, you were talking about these saffron raisin buns. And that's really, that piqued my interest. Uh, you know, yeah. I sent you a picture of it. I took that as inspiration for this holiday season and made a uh, saffron raisin cake, like a, mm. a sponge and mousse cake that was saffron raisin. It's kind of inspiration. And you were telling me sometimes there's a little almond cream in there as well. Can you just kind of describe yes. um, these absolutely delicious tasting saffron buns and kind of where you find them? Do people make them at home or do you get them at the local bakery? You know, what's the deal with these uh, saffron raisin buns? Sweden is a country where most people bake at home. Uh, and this saffron bun, there are two versions, I would say, that are the most common today. One is the Lussekat, which is basically sort of a swirled piece of saffron dough uh, with two raisins in it. And the other one is more of a bun. So what you would have, pretty much just your general cinnamon bun, but with saffron in a dough. And to make it less dry, sometimes filled with an almond paste filling, which is really yummy. And raisins, of course. And traditionally, though, it used to be shaped like a half, half moon or a Okay, like say. a crescent almost, maybe? Yeah, or, like, okay. uh, yes, yes, that is, yeah. And that was symbolizing the way the sun moved across the earth. So it really was very much attached to um, bringing light into your home to chase the bad spirits away. All right. That was the more more traditional um, traditional way of celebrating has, it. I mean, I has, say. you say it's the more traditional. Has it changed it at all? Like either the shape of the bun or just how people maybe view the bun? Yeah, the, the very traditional shape of the bun I have never seen in my life. Um, not that I'm that old. But <laughs> it's been typically the Lusikat, which is <laughs> the Lusikat is the more traditional one for me. And the one that is more shaped like a cinnamon bun, which is juicier, basically, because mm -hmm. the Lusikat can honestly mm -hmm. be a bit dry on the okay. drier end, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But with the saffron itself being such a unique spice, it's... Uh, specifically made for the holidays and um, typically all the bakeries have a date in December sometimes slightly earlier where they start officially baking with saffron but mm -hmm. not throughout the year right okay this is specifically for so December it's, it's something though because yeah. at least again I was seeing that this is generally December 13th um, is the day this is celebrated Lucia specifically yeah uh -huh. Yeah. Correct. So it's not the buns are not something you only get on that day in Sweden. You get them for maybe two weeks before and maybe until Christmas and then they kind of disappear. Is that how it normally works? Yeah. Um, okay. It's so very popular that I would say most bakeries are uh, baking them a few weeks beforehand and mm -hmm. probably up until the new year. Okay. Yeah. 
Reminds me a lot of growing up and getting St. Joseph's Day Zeppeli. So, you know, you don't just get them only on St. Joseph's Day. You get them a little Correct. bit before, and then basically by St. Joseph's Day, they're, they're gone, and you don't really find them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there any, any other foods uh, associated with this day? Because already we've got delicious mulled wine. Um, we can always find a flask for that. Um, <laughs> and, and we have delicious buns. And you mentioned Swedish gingerbread. I mean, I'm in. You've, you've sold me on this day. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are really the traditional staples, I would say. It's really more attached to sweet mm-hmm. baked goods than it is to any food, savory food dish or anything. I mean, such. As, you know, well, people listening, because I will have introduced you before this, know you're a pastry chef. And, you know, that's how we met. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, as, as am I. Is there any other day? All days should be based around some type of sweet baked good, right? <laughs> it keeps us working. Yeah. I, I feel like the baking um, industry is working their way towards that. We have cinnamon bun day. Mm-hmm. We have. Yes. I say <laughs> more. I say. Pie day. <laughs> I say in this country, we need saffron raisin bun day with almond cream. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to sign up yeah. for the ones with almond cream. Because I yeah. think I think you can't go wrong with uh like an almond croissant is is one of the best for me, and uh, yes, these these buns also sound delectable high and end, delicious. High end ingredients. It's all high end ingredients. It, it, well, really. I was going to ask you, um, not yeah. that you would know right now. I mean, you haven't been back to Sweden for a while. Uh, but I was going to say, I mean, if you buy one of these at the bakery with the saffron, obviously it's not that much saffron in each bun. But they, they, the bakers must get a decent penny for these things because saffron is not mm-hmm. inexpensive. Yeah, they're not cheap. Uh, saffron is the most expensive spice in the world. Yeah. It yeah. weighs in one pound of saffron is $5,000. Oof. Compare that to vanilla. One pound of vanilla is $600. Yeah, so, and vanilla prices yeah, have been going up. Yeah, um, I mean, this is a, an est- em- estimated price, of right. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always sways depending on yeah. the crop. Oh, yeah, the commodity um, markets are always changing. It's very intensive labor from farm to um, processing farm, industry, yeah, farm, packaging. Farm to baker's box, delicious bun yeah. to, you know, to your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to think, and, I mean, I'm guessing a family probably gets maybe one you know bun for the holiday or was this something because it is available for a few weeks would you go growing up maybe once a week for the month and go get a bun like was it a special weekly treat or does it just kind of depend on how much your family likes saffron raisin buns i suppose it depends i don't think really i ever grew up buying them in a bakery we always baked them ourselves which if of course takes down the price because mm-hmm. now I'm switching uh, from pounds to grams here, but they're mm-hmm. sold in 0.5, like half a gram packages. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's still um, not cheap. What's know? a gram? Is that like um, Celsius or, or kilometers? <laughs> You're losing me here. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's no, a I'm tiny, kidding. tiny ounce. A tiny, t- yeah. Well, no, a gram is 28.35 ounces. You know that. <laughs> there know, you yeah. go. See? Yeah. Just, so everybody knows we're don't just, pretend we're, <laughs> we're, we're kidding. <laughs> we're, we're kidding. Um, 
<laughs> oh, well, I, I really appreciate um, you sharing about the day and uh, just a little bit about St. Lucia. If anybody's interested, I, I, I did a little research into St. Lucia. Uh, she was, uh, like I said, born in, in uh, Italy, Rome uh, specifically. And uh, I, I found it interesting, uh, kind of her story and how it's cel- how the day is celebrated. It looked like now, at least, I mean, outside of Italy, it looks like Scandinavia is basically where this day is celebrated. Um, at least from what I saw, it looked like Sweden is one of the big countries still to celebrate it. Norway was on the list. Mm, that surprises me, but why not? It's two two sister countries. Well, Italy is the oh wait, could original you re- Saint could you Lucia. Repeat that? Could you repeat Norway and Sweden or what? <laughs> Dang, you got me. <laughs> I got. Oh, are you saying that they're incredibly similar countries? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but we all look the same. We all have blonde with blue eyes, right? Just like me. <laughs> okay. I I don't know if I've ever met a Norwegian. I've met multiple Swedes. I don't know actually if I've ever met anybody from Norway. I've met many, I, many people from Denmark, many, many people from Sweden. I do know you know an Icelander. I do. We have a, a very good mutual friend uh, from yeah. Iceland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, my son just watched The Mighty Ducks 2 yesterday, and he keeps asking me why, the, uh, why they would choose Iceland as the other team. He's like, your friend from Iceland is so nice. In in the movie, they make the people from Iceland out to be mean, and and he's well, met to... our mutual friend. He's like, but he's so nice. Oh, so, that's a, you have a sweet son, though. Is there anything else, uh, you know, about the day that maybe we missed, or just anything about the general winter holidays and Swedish baking tradition that you would want to uh, share with everybody? I would say that. The tradition of Lucia is sort of the one of the bigger beginnings of Christmas. It's highly associated, a highly tra- associated tradition, uh, and everyone is just begging for lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, and and I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It's just, or it could just be my family growing up and how we do things. I mean, here you have a, you know, you have a lead up to the holiday season. My family is very much like the Christmas season starts after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. My dad would stop going into stores if they put the Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving. He'd get mad at them. Oh, I'm not going to that store. <laughs> and then next year he'd go back and then again towards the end of the year, oh, they put the Christmas decorations up again. Oh, I'm not going to that store. <laughs> but I've heard from uh, the same, same friend of ours from Iceland and from you. It sounds like in Scandinavia, there's really actually more specific days or periods that lead up to Christmas like he's talked about mm-hmm. their like being visited by multiple Santa clauses in Iceland ah. like leading up to Christmas how they actually have like a different Santa for each day um, so. oh wow see perfect example why these countries are very different mm-hmm. from each other yes oh we, no now I've yeah. backed myself into a corner oh but it's not Norway you it's Sweden sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I, I find yeah. it interesting you you kind of have different ways to mark the season to sort of give, at least the way I look at it, some more uniqueness and some mm-hmm. special moments within the roughly month. 
Yeah. You know, because again, I, and it's weird here, we kind of, like I said, we use American Thanksgiving to kind of mark the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Like what, I'm just yeah. curious before we wrap up, what do you use in Sweden to kind of mark the beginning of the, the Christmas season? The the first mark of the season, I would say, is uh, the first of Advent. So the four Sundays before. Okay, makes perfect sense. Birth of baby Jesus. Then he, that's typically, he. It, it falls in line with Thanksgiving most commonly. At first of Advent mm-hmm. was the weekend of Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the time when people start decorating, start baking, okay. start um, making their homes brighter again. Mm-hmm. Come the darkest days yeah. of the year. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. Just about even decorating the home. Like if you think about it this time of year. The, the St. Lucia Day is a good uh, way to think about it is that you said it's about light and about bringing light. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was reading that before some calendar changes and kind of standardizations, it was always the shortest day of the year is when they would have this day is yeah. what I was reading. But, yeah. you know, this is the time of year where we all put lights up outside of our houses, you know, regardless of kind of where you grew up, if you follow uh, a more Christian tradition and even now, I mean, you know, my wife is, is, is Jewish, but she's the one who wants the lights up um, and she puts the mm-hmm. blue lights up and everything. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's uh, every holiday this time of year seems to be about light and bringing light and, and you know, sharing like, uh, yeah, you know, as the real Lucia did sharing, you know, food with the poor. Exactly. And, it's sharing you know, gifts, really, mm-hmm. um, making uh, someone else's life a little brighter. I don't think. I could wrap up in a better way than with that sentiment that we should not only this time of year, but all throughout the year, try to make other people's lives a little brighter. I, however, will wrap up in a slightly different way. You wouldn't be you if you didn't. I wouldn't be me (laughs) if I didn't. I'll give you two choices. Normally guests on this show don't get two choices. Would you would you like to say goodbye to everybody with your best sweetest chef impersonation? Or would you like to say goodbye to everybody with just a holiday wishing in Swedish? I'll choose the second option since I barely know how to. It's just like that, Sophie. Just like that. I just can't do it. It would be pure mockery of my country. (laughs) I will wrap up in Swedish saying... God jul allesammans. Jag hoppas att ni får en fin helg. Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> You're welcome. Take care. <laughs> you too. Bye. I think I do very much to a Sophie for the Hergish Burger Burger to visit Luvia Day. Alright, that was my very poor impression of a Swedish chef, of which Sophie is a very talented chef who happens to be from Sweden. Thank you, Sophie, very much for going along with all of my silliness and my goofiness. We have a running joke that uh, Sweden and Norway are but one country, and it all stems back from. The, uh, Norway store in Epcot selling a whole bunch of merchandise that says Sweden on it, such as uh, Swedish gingerbread. 
So Sophie's a good sport. I thank her very much. And uh, I thank her for all that great information that she shared uh, about the holiday. And again, you know, when we look at all these holidays that seem to be coming about uh, this time of year, they're about sharing, giving, bringing light. And uh, I think that's a great message for this time of year. Let's try to make everyone's day just a little bit brighter than it was before we saw them. Thank you all very much. Take care and have a wonderful holiday season. We'll be seeing you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, baking troubles, or are just epicurious about the topics discussed today, you can send an email to epicureanunicorn at parados.com or give us a call at 215-402-7147. If your question is short and sweet, we might even feature it on the show. Epicurean Unicorn is a production of the Parados Corporation. Keep spreading the magic.